Jaguars.com training camp coverage continues. J.P. Shadrick. And if anybody knows the Florida heat in Jacksonville in the summertime, it's Sarah Walsh, NFL Network. Thanks for coming upstairs. Uh, UNF grad, soccer star for the Ospreys. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, well, as soon as you told me that we could go do this inside in air conditioning, I said, enough. I don't need to talk to the players out on the field. I'll talk to J.P. in the air conditioning. Yeah, it's so funny, though, when I come up here in August – it is steam, steamier here. Not maybe hotter, but it's steamier in Jacksonville than anywhere else. I was just in Tampa, and it is not this hot in Tampa. But I played soccer for UNF, and we had two-a-days in August. And I sit out here, and I'm like, how did I, I – I barely can get through live shots sitting in a chair, and I'm just melting. And I ran around like a lunatic twice a day. I'm not sure how I survived. I'm not cut out for that anymore, but are, I did do it back in the day. Are you still a record holder in certain statistical categories? Um, I don't – I – I don't keep up with it okay. at certain, right, <laughs> um, at some point, I think I had some, I'm not sure if those still stand. Um, I don't regularly check in on them. Um, my records, You're modest. but, That's uh, good. no, I would assume maybe I'm not, but I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Sarah Walsh with us. So, all right. You're, you're blossoming at NFL network. It feels like I've seen you on good morning football, a good bit over the summertime. That's a, a, lot, a good step yeah. in the right direction. Now the training camp circuit is here. So how are you liking it? Uh, I love NFL. The people I work with there are just so nice and lovely. And I was talking to someone about that because it, it is that same vibe here in Jacksonville and, and not just myself, but reporters from the network. People fight about who wants to go to Jacksonville because we're treated so well when we come up here. And I mean by the coaching staff, the players, the PR folks, um, everyone here is just really welcoming and wonderful. So we love coming to Jacksonville and my experience at NFL network has sort of been similar. And I think the older you get, and I feel like I'm old now and I've been in this business for a you're really not, long you're time. You're not old. I, for, for no, when I no. think about Sarah at UNF, that was, that was a long time ago. That wasn't a couple years ago, JP, we're talking decades ago. And I was running the teleprompter at the local TV station while I was in college. College. Which uh, station? Do you um, remember? So it, I do. It was the ABC affiliate. This is where it's going to get confusing. The ABC affiliate that was on Butler Boulevard. And I don't know if you remember back in the day. Do you remember they erected a huge field goal? And you could there was like some contest. You could kick and win. And so you'd be going down Butler Boulevard. And there was a huge field goal. And as a soccer player at UNF, I was always thinking, I could, I mean, why, I want to go over there and kick field goals. I didn't do that. I got a job running the teleprompter. Um, and I would get yelled at a lot, actually, because when the weatherman comes on, this is really, I'm really digressing. Here. I love this. The weatherman comes on and it flips so he can see himself in the monitor. So he doesn't read it. The weather, weather guys always ad lib. So they need to see themselves and where they're pointing. And then you have to flip it back to teleprompter so that the anchors can read. And I always, I wasn't quick on the flip or I'd zone out. I wasn't the best at the teleprompter and, um, and they'd get really mad at you. So, um, I wasn't great. I worked at the, uh, it was the ABC, but right after I took that job, it merged with first coast new there was like a Got merger it, yeah. so it was like a weird thing and i and i had already been hired but i hadn't started and they're like so you're hired but you're also losing your job do you still want to start <laughs> and um and i always tell people in the business they take whatever opportunity i'm like sure i'll run the teleprompter for a couple months and be terrible and then i'll lose my job but we already know that's coming so that was my that was my tv business start and then i went and i was a writer for the beaches leader newspaper covering the jacksonville jaguars and i was 21 years old in the locker room younger than a lot of the players, most of the players, and now I could probably be the mother of a lot of these players, which is where it gets really depressing. Comes full circles. It does. Sarah Walsh, NFL Network, with us. All right, Jaguars uh, team here in 2023. Expectations are high after the epic stretch run last year. Comeback victories, 
playoff comeback, everything that comes with that. I mean, they're one play away the last month and a half of the season from not having any of this conversation at all. But it all worked out. But now from that point to 2023, they're the favorites to win the division. They've got weapons all over the field on offense. Can they handle the expectations, I think, is the big question. I hope so, but it definitely changes. And I was just talking to Trevor about this on the field. A year ago, I was here, and we do this back-together weekend in the NFL, and I was assigned the Jaguars. We're out on a high school football field, which you well know, not in this beautiful facility. And it was just, man, we hope we can get things going in the right direction. Like, that was the goal, right? Like, you just want to get things going in the right direction. And so to think where this team went from there to where they ended up, I mean, hanging with the Chiefs. I mean, that was a game. And I think that maybe was the most, it didn't end up in a win, but that was the most eye-opening. I mean, they were there. That was a ball game. And, and it gives you a glimpse of how good this team could be. And then fast forward to this year, beautiful new facility. Um, if you build it, they will come kind of mentality, right? And and this thing is in the right direction. But, man, it takes, what, one year for those expectations to flip because, you know, this entire offseason has been, like, it's, it's not just getting in the postseason anymore. It's this can be an elite team in the AFC. But the one thing I, to your point about how do you manage those, I was thinking about Trevor, right, because everything goes through Trevor. This is a guy that played at Clemson. Mm-hmm. And, and what was his margin of error at Clemson? When you're vying for a national championship – it's you, you don't have a, a gimme game where you can lose, lose one game. So that's not, you know, I kind of talked to him about that today. Like that's not new for him. Like when you want to talk about pressure, I, I don't know that there's any more pressure than when he was the quarterback at Clemson in that era, you know, the pressure certainly on Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. Right. Um, and there's pressure on the Jaguars, but this is not new for Trevor. It's new for him in the NFL, but you're not talking small time football. You know, he's in stadiums with a hundred thousand people expecting him to win every day. Uh, anything less than a national championship isn't good enough. If anyone's equipped to handle that kind of pressure that they're going to feel here, I think it's Trevor. Sarah, they've got the horses to to match almost any offense in the NFL right now, it feels like. Kirk played big last year. Zay Jones, obviously. You had Calvin Ridley, who's as motivated as you'll ever find, coming off almost two years away from the game and in a contract year. Evan Ingram just signed a new deal. They have running backs. What else do you need on offense right now? This this has the ability to to be right there with those teams. It feels like yeah, and I think that's a that's a good thing for Trevor because right the quarterbacks get all the attention, but you just named a litany of potential big name stars in this league, and it's not one, it's not hey this one receiver goes down and then what happens? Um, I brought it up on the air today. Everything seems to be centered around Calvin Ridley, deservedly so. People are excited to see him back out there. I was at Bucks practice. Thursday and people were pulling me aside to show me video of Calvin running routes because they were like, look at these guys running routes and then look at Calvin Ridley. I mean, this is down in Tampa. People were like, you got to see this video. And, um, but you know, I mentioned on air, Christian Kirk's coming off a career year. Like, you know, you're, you're over a thousand yards career year for him. We're not even talking about him, which I don't think is a bad thing either. Right. Because it just shows the, the, depth that they have on this team but man one thing I noticed and I'm sure you've seen it for days now being here um, when zero touches the ball this place goes crazy it It can be like a little five-yard pass it can be a 30-yard bomb when zero touches the ball the fans go ballistic and I think it's really cool to see it's got to be cool for him to feel that love Um, I know he probably feels the pressure and you're coming back and is this going to be the same guy but 
man, it feels like this community is so excited to have him on their team and they should be. And so that was really that like my biggest takeaway today um, as someone who afar has been reading and seeing all the Calvin stuff to see it up close and personal and to just see the reaction that people are having to him. It's pretty cool. Sarah Walsh with us, NFL Network. Jaguars defense last year, opportunistic. I'd say they were in the lower ranks in total defense and pass defense, but boy, they took the ball away at the right time. They'd give up 400 yards, but then they'd intercept <laughs> the ball three times or whatever. But it worked out for them. It, it gave the offense opportunities down the stretch. They didn't have a lot of changes on defense and personnel. It's a lot of the same group, but those first-round draft picks – have to take a step. It's Josh Allen's contract year. Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd from last year. They're counting on development on the defensive side of the football, and they really just need to be a tick better, right? And that gives the offense the opportunity if the defense can you know, get an extra takeaway a game. And I mean, I think that's fair too, though. Um, you know, there's insane expectations on these guys, especially like, let's go to Trayvon. You, you're number one overall, and, and I heard Doug ask this today do you it, he's always going to be one overall right I mean that's never going to change but you get further removed from everyone just watching you and, and Doug was asked that which he was very funny he said well I don't know what that's like I wasn't number one overall pick <laughs> like Doug was very funny about it which Doug is but um I do think that that target comes off his back a little bit I mean you're always expected to be great right like that's why you were taken there but I think maybe it'll give him some of that breathing room to make the improvements but we saw Trevor make huge improvements from year one to year two um, I remember when he got drafted I spent that whole week here and and even talking to him I mean this was someone that didn't really have a lot of rest he went into the national championship then you go into combine I mean I just think given who he was and where he was taken and there was so much thrown at him uh, early on that I think that he probably will have more breathing room to develop and and Doug and those guys are figuring out different ways to use him uh, more effectively and I think three and a half sacks last year I, I think that's that's going to go up I think you know you look at him and so much of what people loved about him is his potential and now he has the chance to obviously take a, a another step further but there, look most there's it's not like players go from year one and then get worse in year two. You, it's There's a reason people talk about year one to year two, and you saw Trevor do it, and I think you'll see Trayvon do it, and I think you'll see Devin do it, and I think that they had a good base, but when you talk about you don't change pieces, I mean, that's a recipe for consistency, and we know that Doug preaches that, and we know the teams that are really, really good do things consistently for a long time. The same hasn't had a long time. I mean, this is only year two for Doug, yeah. but so I think that you'll see not changing a lot of those pieces out, keeping this core I think it's going to make a real difference. I think it's going to make a huge difference for Trayvon. You've seen him one day, but it's a division. <laughs> Super Bowl, yeah, JP. You know, from what I saw at practice today, and by the way, half of what I saw was my back was to practice because I was doing live shots for NFL sure. Network. But JP, like, they're probably going to the Super Bowl. No, um, what I see and what I notice is a team that has confidence, but in a fun, not cockiness. Confidence, not cockiness. I think that it, it appears to me you come out here and it feels like people are having a good time. Now, granted, uh, the season hasn't kicked off. You haven't lost a game, but it, you get a vibe. And I, and I felt like this last, but I felt like this last year here too. And, and I think it ended up showing like people are excited to be here. And, you know, Trevor even said, you, you pull up to this building now in this facility. How can you not be excited to be here and be at work? The one thing that I, I think is interesting is, is you're always sort of judged on what you do at the end of the season. And this is the same with the Detroit Lions. They got hot. You know, people yeah. write them off. They get hot at the end of the year. Right. And then you just assume that that's going to roll into next year. Well, they won their last five, so now they're going to start hot. And, and the NFL 
and this is what makes the NFL so great. There's so much parody. And uh, I think I was talking to you about it like a year ago or the Jags had won three games. Who would have said they're going to win the division. They're going to go to the playoffs. They're going to take it to the chiefs in a playoff game at Arrowhead. Um, and so I always think in my mind, who's now, who's the Jaguars? Like who's the team that we're not thinking of because it doesn't always just carry over from one year to the next. And just cause you're good one year. And, and I think the Jags, like the lions have a lot of that, um, excitement because of the way that they finished and it doesn't necessarily translate exactly the same you have to have a lot of things go right right and and I think that starts with health right and I know there's a, there's linemen Absolutely. that have to get healthy on this team that they desperately need to be in there and be um be really good and so there are a ton of positives but I always think like you have to have a lot of things go your way um and Doug preached it too. Like you got to have guys stay healthy. You got to get through this. And, and unfortunately, like that's the toughest part of this game, right? Yeah. So you have to have some luck on your side, but, um, should this team win the division? Yeah. I think they should win the division. Should they'll be in the playoffs? Yeah. I think they should be in the playoffs. Should they go further than last year? I think they should go further than last year. The AFC is a beast. Like that's tough. I, it's really, really tough. But does this team have the like star potential to be there? Yeah, I think they do. You know how we're fortunate today? Sarah Walsh was in our studio. Oh, stop. Thank you. This beautiful studio. By the way, I love the palm trees. See, this is what I mean. This is. Are just... they real? I don't know. No, they're not. It's no? Not... Oh, you gave it away. They're 100% they're real. real. They're 100% real. God, I messed that up. <laughs> Cut. Do it again. Unbelievable. Um, no, this is beautiful. Everything here is awesome. Everybody has every reason to be so excited about the season, including you and your new fancy digs with the real palm trees. Um, it's a good vibe in Jacksonville. I, I hope this rolls right into the season and, and I get to be up here a ton covering this team. Well, I hope we get to see you a lot and thanks for the time today. And, um, we'll, we'll see you down the line. Sarah. Yeah. Hopefully very, very soon. Swoop swoop. I get, I get all the swoops out here at practice. I love it. I go, I don't get UNF stuff hardly anywhere else. I come up here and it's a UNF fest. So it just brings me right back home. I love it. Sarah Walsh, NFL network at Jaguars training camp.